You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, we've seen cryptocurrencies all over the mainstream news in the past few months. Uh, the spectacular rise and then the fall over the last few weeks has uh, brought them into focus. Now, the issue around cryptocurrencies uh, is not whether or not uh, you believe in the, the end of fiat or the blockchain technology or whether it's a commodity or a currency or a store of wealth. The big issue is really the tax issues and whether or not the taxman is uh, going to be claiming his piece of the pie. Now, tax consultants have warned that the South African Revenue Service is starting to audit cryptocurrency investors and demanding that they provide proof of transactions from the various crypto investment platforms that they use, be it Valar or Luna or any of the others. So we've invited Thomas Lobin, Legal Manager for Cross-Border Taxation at Tax Consulting South Africa, to talk crypto tax. Thomas, how are you doing? Good, Michael, and yourself? Very well, thank you. And, uh, uh, you know, crypto has obviously been smashed in recent days, but uh, that merely means we're likely to see more dip buys. And so I think tax issues, uh, as well as more people start trading these instruments, uh, are vitally important. What is SAR's view at this stage on uh, on crypto and tax? Firstly, agreed on the whiplash. Uh, secondly, SARS is looking at cryptocurrency as an avenue for revenue collection right now more than ever, and quite rightfully so. Uh, the interest in cryptocurrency in South Africa has increased dramatically over the last couple of years, and it seems that in many quarters, South Africa is in a form of crypto tax hangover. These transactions in cryptocurrency are something that has always been taxable, and SARS is picking up on this as an area of significant concern from a compliance perspective and are simply acting on that. When you look at uh, taxable events when dealing with crypto investments, I mean, people uh, can, you can actually use cryptocurrencies to pay for things. I don't know how many people actually do that when the price has been so volatile. What are the major taxable events when dealing with crypto investments? Well, Michael, when you're looking at transacting in cryptocurrency, it's primarily disposals that you should be aware of. Selling cryptocurrency for fiat, a legal tender, that's something that will generally result in a tax event, as well as exchanging cryptocurrency for other cryptocurrency, or as we're seeing nowadays uh, in the form of what's called decentralized finance, uh, earning interest in the form of cryptocurrency as well is something that will result in the tax implication. So, for example, if you're converting uh, from cryptocurrency to fiat, you'll incur some kind of uh, normal income tax or capital gains tax, depending on whether you're trading or investing here. Very well put, and that's exactly the case. I mean, if you were to think about it, uh, in the context of a house, you buy a house, you sell that house. Either you've sold that house as somebody who buys and sells houses, or you did that as a capital investment over time. Uh, it really does depend. But once you've disposed of cryptocurrency at being an asset for tax purposes, that's when you need to look at what the tax implication is. And that's something that's best done beforehand rather than after the fact. And when it comes to mining cryptocurrencies, I think in South Africa, the, the moment that you mine a crypto talk, uh, the, a token or uh, whatever they call be it Doge or whatever it is, the, the market value of that coin would then surely be added to your income because you are deriving some kind of income. So how, is that taxable as uh, income tax uh, if you're a cryptocurrency miner? 
Well, mining has become a very broad term in recent years, but yes, uh, generally when you mine, you do it for a reward. And when that reward is allocated to you, so you have an unconditional right to that rewarded cryptocurrency or amount, or you actually receive that, that will generally be taxable at that juncture. And if you're somebody who's mining uh, in particular, then that would generally be seen as revenue in nature because you're specifically mining to get a profit from it, akin to a trade. Right. When it comes to SARS actually being able to track these various transactions, considering the anonymity of cryptocurrencies, what capacity and capability does SARS have uh, to really crack down in this area? Well, firstly, following the budget review earlier this year, SARS will be getting or has been allocated an additional 3 billion rand to upgrade its technological infrastructure and its stature as an organization. Where that's going from a technological point of view, uh, information gathering mechanisms, audit mechanisms, I can't say for sure. But from a practical perspective, what I've seen on the, in the field is SARS is starting at ground level with taxpayers themselves. They're asking them directly, tell us if and why you've held cryptocurrency and give us your transaction reports, your bank statements to support this disclosure that you are or are not making. And omitting relevant information or lying in response to those audit letters from SARS, which generally come off the back of a return, is a criminal offense in and of itself. Uh, Further than that, SARS has access to foreign uh, financial records in relation to South African taxpayers. In fact, this is given to SARS automatically in many cases. And it's not sufficient for a taxpayer to say, SARS cannot find me, I've worked through a foreign bank account, or I haven't externalized or withdrawn the funds. At some point, there is a deposit that has been made or a withdrawal that's been made into a foreign account or a local account. Mm. That is a single breadcrumb that's needed to lead down a full audit journey. Well, and I think that is the bottom line for those uh, who may think that if you're trading in cryptos, you have some degree of anonymity. We do see that regulatory net uh, closing in around cryptos all over the world. It's, uh, it was a big topic of discussion in, uh, in the U.S. Uh, towards the back end of, of last week. We know there's uh, the common reporting standard, there's FATCA, there's sharing of information between uh, revenue authorities all over the world. So I, I guess to conclude and ask uh, in terms of what must be declared here, Thomas, I think declare any kind of uh, information that you may have available when it comes to how you've uh, traded or invested in cryptos. Well, indeed, Michael. You know, in South Africa, the onus is on the taxpayer to prove that they're subject to an exemption or a lower rate of tax or amount of tax liability generally. It's not obvious to prove that you owe that amount. And at the end of the day, playing things transparently with the revenue collector will show good faith in that you have nothing to hide. You're trying to take the correct position and can only count in your favor from a sustainability point of view rather than being caught red-handed sometime after the fact. Thomas Lobin, Legal Manager for Cross-Border Taxation at Tax Consulting South Africa with the brass tax on crypto tax.